Hello and welcome to episode 105 of the BitSocket podcast. I am smooth Scott White. And I am rough Joe Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. I'm a bit rough. A bit rough. Joseph Conservative Merrick. <laughs> you mean that this in the bud? Finally this chat about me being... No, no in fact, if anything, the bud is blossoming. Into... I was going to say it's a big rose. The bud is in fine it? health. Yeah. What's the what's the Tory symbol? Is it a big green tree? Fucking I feel like that's what I've got in my uh, head. It's late... a big X, isn't it? No, the Scot. That's, that... <laughs> it's a big X. No, it's, no, the Scot. The Scottish Tories are big yeah, X. Um, the English Tories are like a big tree. That's uh, a big tree, isn't uh, it? Because Labour's like a rose. Labour's a rose, yeah. And Lib Dems are. It's a dead bird. Yellow. It's a bird. Remember the SNP? Is the SNP still the wee ribbon thing? I don't know. I remember my dad used to have one of them. Given away my, my family politics here, but my, my, my yeah. dad used to have an SNP mug yeah. when I was younger. Uh, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't really take that kind of stuff into account anymore. Yeah. I, iconography. Yeah. Iconography. But the thing is, then he fell out with the SNP and he voted green. Yeah, the best hockey podcast. So. <laughs> what are they talking about? Politics. Uh, iconography of <laughs> British politics parties. Yeah. Um, do you still talk about games? No. I've done that for about 40 episodes now. <laughs> They've grown up a bit. <laughs> Well, probably not. They're regressing. Um, Hide your robot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we are BitSocket. We do a video game podcast. Mm. Um, and we're going to start like every video game podcast has ever started by talking about the games we've been playing. Yes. Do you want to go first? I will. I've actually got a big fucking list. You've always we got a record, list. Well, we didn't record last month. You've so. always got a list. Well, it helps me remember. So, yeah. cause I've completed a fucking ton of games. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with probably what I'll say retrospectively is mm. my one of my games of last year. Well, okay. I said it was one of my games last year, but I completed it. So, uh, Pentiment. Pentiment, yeah. Pentiment. Yeah. Uh, completed it um, either late last year or early this year. Um, it was excellent. Like, one of the few games that has brought me to actual tears when oh, playing it. No, uh, no, don't no. Don't say that. It's very on. emotional. That it, I, know uh. you do, I know you've not had an emotion for like... <laughs> 20 years or something that's not true that's not that's not true when the queen died I was (laughs) alright okay Um, no genuinely like I think it handles some things about um, being a parent and things like that which probably I'm I'm more sensitive to as as a parent now but um, I think it's great Pentiment genuinely brilliant really fun wee mystery game that doesn't give you definitive like answer to the questions you've got which I think works really well Um, loved it would highly recommend um, I have played and completed all the Dishonored games. All two of them. So, well, you say that. There's Dishonored 1. Yeah. Then there's Dishonored 2 expansions for Dishonored 1. Right. Well, there's actually three, but I only played the story ones. It's still the same game, though. So, yeah. that's, but still it's, Dishonored it's 1. an extra, like, eight hours. Still Dishonored, but it's not a new game, though. So it's, I would say it's quite big, though. Right, okay. And then uh, there's Dishonored 2, and then Dishonored... Strictly speaking, actually, the final one, Death of the Outsider, was, mm. a, set, was a standalone game. Oh, okay. So, right. strictly speaking, there are three games right. and three DLCs. Okay. And I, I did all the story stuff for that, so picked it all up for a tenner on Steam cool. and uh, played through them all and I'll say this I still think they're brilliant like really clever environmental storytelling like brilliant way like the kind of like Hitman style of you can approach levels in so many different ways achieve your objectives in so many different ways yeah um, like brilliant fun like just genuinely really good and it's really funny when I remember that Michael Madsen is a voice actor really Michael Madsen plays um, folk need to start hiring Michael Madsen in games they don't, involve, they don't involve mobsters, right? Uh, <laughs> like, exactly he's really, great in Grand Theft Auto 3. I just remember him playing Tanner in Driver 3. Yeah. 
and, he, and all I could hear was like, was just was just him, mm-hmm. like, and Mike and Tanner in Driver Three is like he's quite quite an athletic, quite gritty, but he's a cop, you know, yeah. right? I mean, he's an FBI, if he's an FBI, right? But like Michael Madsen at that time, I mean, he's still he, quite heavy set gentleman and all that, mm-hmm. and at, at the time, you know, and you think breathing, th- wheezing through his lines. It just, yeah. didn't, it just didn't sound like the right, you know. Well, he was. Well, that's him. Is, uh, yeah. I think, was he Tony in uh, Grand Theft Auto 3? Pretty sure he was Tony. Yeah. Possibly, I can't remember. Yeah, my mum's like, Tony, Tony. Yeah, it's him, that was him. Yeah. Uh, he's great in that. He's a, and he's, ah, yeah. Anyway. He was good in Dishonored. Aye. So was Brad Dourif and many other actors as well. Oh, Brad Dourif. Um, it was funny because it was like, the Brad Dourif's kind of like the, like, the guy who you buy upgrades and stuff from in the first game and I actually was thinking it's really funny how they got a guy that sounds just like Brad Dourif in this yeah. so I kind of assumed that it wouldn't be Brad Dourif and then later on I was like looking up the character because yeah. they don't turn up in the next game and I was like alright and then voiced by Brad Dourif and I was like fucking idiot so like playing Yakuza 1 and like imagine my sound is just like the Joker what's going on do you know here? someone asked Mark Hamill about that he's got no memory of doing it. <laughs> of course he doesn't someone, someone <laughs> sent him a clip of it and he was, was like uh, um, do you remember doing this he was like nah, he, no, but no he, he, turned, he turned up at a sound booth for like a day yeah. Read some lines. He's mm-hmm. like, "Can you do the Joker voice?" All right, I'll do yeah. the Joker voice. And he just did it, and I love that game. Yeah. I love that. I love the voices in that game. Do you know what I found out? Like, I was listening to um, oh, I forgot the name of the podcast. That's terrible. But it's this new podcast. Um, uh, I think it's by Simon Parkin. Maybe like it's about top five. It's like what would be the the, the five games you'd want on your dream console, mm-hmm. and it's people kind of being interviewed and talk. Let me just bring it up. Does it have to be existing games, or is it like make yeah, up? Yeah, existing game? games. Okay, yeah. Okay. So it's very ignorant of me to forget the name of the podcast. So you got a dream console? Can only have it's five. called my perfect console with Simon Parkin. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, the idea is like you'd say what the top like essentially it's like top five games that mean a lot to you that would all exist yeah. in one console. Yeah. And Ashley Birch was interviewed yeah. in the most recent one, and um. Just, saying that as a voice um, actor they don't usually get the script ahead of time it's literally you turn up yeah, and yeah. give you the pages you're going to read so like, it's that. not a surprise that Mark Hamill would be like yeah mm. the, I turned up I read this I went home so it's like, podcast actually is a really clever idea the first the person in the first interview was the Wordle guy oh right uh, guy, yeah Wordle uh, Jonathan Wordle uh, <laughs> it's so funny um, that he's did you, play, Wardle, did, Wardle. You, did you play the Guardians like sort of is it Word Duplicity or something Word, Word. No, I don't even play Wordle anymore um, it's nowhere near as good as Wordle, but I mean, I, it's all right to play, but it doesn't have the same staying power as Wordle, right? Yeah. But the really annoying thing about it was they announced it with a big article from the makers of the game, like mm. how do you make the next Wordle, blah blah blah, and it was like it was so self-reverential from yeah. the very start, you know, rather than like Wordle where it just kind of. Get, it's that idea know. though. It's like it's it's like the the KLF who wrote their how to make a how like how to make a number one. Yeah. It's like. What you can have a number one and you can write a book about it, but you can't guarantee that someone can follow a formula. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, although that's it. Who's the guy? Who's the guy who just? Um, in fact, the guy did. Um, Never met a girl like you before. That guy. Uh, the uh, oh fucking the Scottish guy. His name hey. is. That's terrible. The but guy he. Juice. I but he wrote a thing about uh, how to have a hit record, right? Yeah. And it actually does work for him because he's followed that same formula every time he's had a... Because it's like... I think it was like over the span of like 20 years or something, like every few years he'd have mm. like just one record come out of nowhere. And just Edwin Collins. Edwin Collins, aye. And I, we didn't write a book about it, but it was like... It was definitely like, ah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a formula to it, you know. He's never out the charts. Well, no, but... but His last album was no, really good. No, but the point was that he was out the charts for everything, then came back and had a big record. Yeah, and it was out and then, yeah. yeah. Orange Juice are really good. You ever listened to much Orange Juice? I probably have not realised. It's one of the uh, yeah, they're really really good. Yeah. I'd recommend. Um, what the fuck are we talking about games? Um, mm. 
Heaven Corns. So Dishonored. So yeah, we supposed uh, to start with Michael Madsen. Michael <laughs> Madsen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those, how do you get from here to there? But uh, yeah, I would recommend it. It's like, it's my perfect console. I would recommend it. I quite mm. enjoyed it. Uh, it just reminded me, though, the Ashley Birch thing reminded me of um, fucking watching game trailers. Oh, yeah. Game trailers yeah. was like your number one place to get I went on that fucking all game trailers. <laughs> and then you watch like Screw Attack and all that yeah. stuff. Jeez, oh, that made shit. me feel very old. Whenever that stuff kind of comes up, and I'm like, oh, I feel very old right Aww, now. No. Um, all these old things on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've been playing. Well, I played a bit of Horus. So oh, that, it's good. Um, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's uh, good. I kind of gave up on it for six hours in. I, How did you give so up fucking, The pacing's just all over. Like, it oh. just kind of bored me afterward. Like, it's funny. Right. But occasionally, like, what I want from a platforming game is actually just, like, loads of fast-paced levels. And it just was like, there's a lot yeah. of kind of walking. Kind I, th- of I think it's game. really trying to... It's clever. Don't get me wrong. I'll probably will go back to it. I got to a bit where I was... What was that? I was in a big... Was I in a big factory? I think there was in a bit where I was under the ground... Or something. No, I was in a cave. All right, I mean, it's, it's a long... Did you complete it? Yeah. No. <laughs> so I looked up. It's like fifteen hours. It's long. a long game. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd been on. Yeah. I'd done like a bunch of train trips, and I was in a cave, mm. and there was ants or something. I had to pick up blocks uh. and do it, and I was kind of enjoying it. But then I got to a bit where I was just like, "How many objects did you have to clean in the game? A billion? A million? A million? So yeah, I was a bit two hundred fifty thousand yeah. objects. You had to clean them all to get like the secret ending and something like that. Uh, it's not. It's obviously it's made with a lot of love and a lot of care and attention. I love all the humour in it. But, I think it's, as, as somebody who's who grew up watching British television as yeah. well, it's just like mm. so many references in it. Stuff like that was good, uh, but I did kind of find myself being a bit like I'd like this to be a bit pacier at times. But I mean, I probably will go back to it. But yeah. for a game I picked up for a couple of pound, I can't even. Kind of complain. Um, also started playing Persona Three Portable P three P. I find it odd that you've up. chosen to play that one because I thought you would just, you know, acquire Persona Three for your Steam Deck and play it in the your well, PlayStation. Well, on the Steam Deck, but no, I just thought I would play the. Well, I I, I fancied like the kind of quality of life changes they've made to whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. Um, and obviously, why? Like for me, right? I'll be honest. Piracy and download <laughs> stuff for me is usually for stuff that I can't really procure mm. in a normal legal way yeah. so for example when I play Twin Snakes it's because right now I don't have like a GameCube mm. or a Wii yeah. I don't have the game so yeah, it's kind I'm of sure, almost like sure, for me to play listen, that I'm sure the Sheriff Court <laughs> I'd, will be more than satisfied with that then we're going to need to can we hand over your, your Game Boy Advance your Game, your game Boy uh, Micro please Joe um, but yeah for me it's more about like if I can legally buy something mm. without it being like a big fucking faff then I'll go down that route Yeah. like I would never buy like a br- I would never Download like say Ishin's coming out. You wouldn't download right? a car. You wouldn't download a. You wouldn't download a Forza. <laughs> but like yeah, like I wouldn't even if they were like oh you know you could just download Ishin yeah. and it's like yeah I could but I'd rather pay for it because that is. I pre-ordered actually. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Good for you. But um, yeah, so for me it's always about like stuff that's not readily available or easily playable mm. the way I've got it. Um, so yeah, so I bought that. I'm quite enjoying it. I think I've I've been up Tartar. Like I went as high as I could, and then I did that again, and then I was like, ah, probably shouldn't have fucking. I should have been making pals or something instead of fighting up. Do you not get Tartarus. tired in Tartarus anymore? Then is that you not do, a thing? No, so you do get tired, but yeah. you can still do stuff the next day. Yeah. Or if you go to the toilet, sometimes right because that's the, you have to really think about what you're doing in Tartarus in the PS2 one because if you get tired, then you're kind of fucked the next few days. Um, but if you if you go in the last night of like before uh, yeah. then you can go as much as long as you want in Tartarus without getting tired oh, that's good. Uh, so you have to sort of think right maybe I'll, I'll risk it and just I'll do it in a night so yeah. uh. 
I feel like my, my only real problem with the Persona games, like of, apart from everything else, is like I never know what to fucking do. I feel yeah. like I, I feel like yeah. that's something I'm trying to come to terms with as an adult more with playing games is rather than trying to figure out the best way to play it, it's just, just play, play it, it in the way that I enjoy. Yeah. But I still sometimes find myself being like, oh, I might check this guy. Uh, quick just play it. So I'm trying not, I'm trying to yeah. avoid that this time yeah. because I think I did that a bit with Persona 5, which is like, right, how do I max out everything? And like, <laughs> I, I t- and sometimes you end I up knew you did that, Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done that. Um, I still put 125 hours into that uh, game, I deserve it. Uh, um, but considering I've played for, like, the only, the biggest thing I'm probably missing that I've heard is, like, in the PlayStation 2 version of this is the anime cutscenes because they're pretty much all gone. Are they? Yeah. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's yeah. a very, like, it's weird going from, like, Persona, obviously, Persona, it's hard to compare Persona 5 because that's so slick yeah. in terms of presentation. Persona 4 Golden, which had a lot of that yeah. stuff in, and then 3 kind of feels kind of a wee bit more basic compared yeah. to them. Because um, the PS2 version does feel for its time quite lush and quite yeah, a big so production. Yeah, so I think, you know? and it's, it's kind of... Um, and all, all the 3D environments are gone as well, aren't they? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so Tartarus is 3D. I know that. But, um, yeah. yeah, everything else is just like menus. Mm. So, elements like that are a yeah. bit of a shame, but it was also like the game wasn't incredibly expensive. Yeah. And I'm quite enjoying it for the story and stuff, so... Um, uh, we played a bit of Goldeneye which was really good oh, won't go into so, too much because we so literally good. played for half an hour I need to sit and put all the cheats in so I can unlock all the levels and stuff. just play the levels I will but I'll be invincible um, do you think you can still it, do you're, the... you're going to ruin it because the game is so good and actually perfectly pitched as well difficulty wise like just... do you know I'm going to cheat my way through no that honestly see if, you play an agent, see if you play an agent mode anyway it, it's easiest it will be because I'll be invincible just... I have, and I have twin rockets just play the game I'll have twin, I'll have twin rockets <laughs> just play the game normally and um do you think you can still do the thing on, uh, was it the silo mission? What was the mission? Do you remember what? you could put all the mines on the big rocket and shoot them and the whole level would just keep blowing up? <laughs> think you still yeah, do that? Yeah, of course you can. It's um, the same game. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I played a bit of Kentucky Route Zero mm. as well, which I was quite enjoying. It was very good. Anyway, I've spoken now for 40 minutes. <laughs> it's actually, we're at 19 minutes now. Wow. So. Yeah. Uh, what games have you been playing? Uh, so for counting games, we've not... We've got like Christmas time and all that because I got a couple of games at Christmas. Oh, it's, it's games you've from the seat from my secret Santas. One of them I got uh, Paper Mario Color Splash for the Wii U, mm. um, which is brilliant. I remember at the time <clears throat> it came out, it was kind of poorly, re- not poorly reviewed, but you might be the only person that got a Wii U game for Christmas. <laughs> I probably have. I'm that one like, guy in the world. Where <laughs> uh, what you've ruined my train of thought? Uh, aye, so Paper Mario, obviously GameCube game is the big sort of that's the one of the likes yeah. and it's great then Sticker Star came out and it was a bit rubbish and Colour Splash was seen as sort of a halfway step back to the greatness of the GameCube mm. game yeah uh, but I, I think actually I, I've seen what they're trying now but I think Nintendo realised at the time it came out they already had a Mario RPG series that was going strong with the Mario and Luigi games mm. so they're thinking like why, why should we have two Mario RPG series, you know, going on. Yeah. So that's why Color Splash still doesn't go back to being a complete role-playing game like the GameCube one. Mm-hmm. And when you accept that fact about it, rather than be disappointed about the fact that it's not another RPG, it's a really good game. Did they bring out... Have the Mario and Luigi games only been on, like... Game Boy, game Boy DS yeah. and the 3DS. Not brought them out Switch yet? No, no. Uh, but you can, get the, you can get them on Virtual Console with you. Oh, can you? For the oh, next oh, month. Cool. <laughs> 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 uh, um... It's just great. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like they, I, I don't know what magic it is, but the textures and stuff they use to make it look like papercraft just 
this this sings on the Wii U. I'm actually wondering how good it. You know the one that came out in the Switch. Yeah. Which didn't also didn't review very well. That must look incredible in comparison because it mm-hmm. just the, the, I don't know. It just looks great, and it's just full of just funny wee vignettes. That's like every level's like a wee mm-hmm. wee kind of self-contained wee story in it, and they've all got wee jokes and stuff. And the wee all the wee animations and all the shy guys and everything are great. I can see the disappointment about like you don't get much variation in characters anymore. Mm-hmm. And I mean we've talked about this before, um, but again once you kind of accept what Nintendo are trying with it and make it more of a light-hearted adventure game with RPG elements it, it, it makes it mm. and also Jamie likes playing it so oh, that's good, uh, that's good. Uh, also got Animal Crossing for the Switch mm-hmm. uh, at the uh, recommendation of Hannah <laughs> it was really funny watching Hannah play your copy and be like right I got you a shovel <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know she got me everything I need to kill somebody and bury the body actually yeah, so, um, that's what you need to do no I've I've, 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 I've re- re- Animal Crossing is I understand why it's such a big hit yeah because it's incredible it's really nice comfy game really cozy playing it but it's also the kind of thing where i, I can't bring myself to, and i think you need to play it regularly to really get the most of it yeah you? that's the idea and it's been like three weeks since i last played it now so i'm like oh wow. should i go back and everyone be dead i meant to feed them every day <laughs> <laughs> the, animal, the animals have crossed it's to the other side now me, like what yeah. kind of games would joe play what kind of games would joe not play things like even though the things you've played before, but things like The Sims uh, or Animal Crossing would not be in my no, would play that pile. Animal Crossing, I wouldn't put Animal Crossing in the same category as The Sims. No, but I just mean in terms of genres of games that Joe doesn't really no, play. I think Animal Crossing is actually, it's kind of like Breath of the Wild, but without the adventure, like the sort of point to the adventure. You know <laughs> your, what I mean? Your brain's gone nuts. What no, do you mean? Uh, no, as in like you're... you're run, it's on a Nintendo console? No, you're running about foraging and you've built a house and all that kind of stuff and you're cutting down trees and everything and... All the stuff in Breath of the Wild that is You know that joke which is like, from, man right. man plays one video game and does something else get a lot of like vibes from this. That yeah. is... Is that a boss? Man, is that a boss baby? Is that well, like, a boss baby vibes? We get, yeah. really told man, man plays Breath of the Wild. Plays Breath <laughs> Get a lot of Breath of, Breath of the Wild vibes. No, but it does. It's, it, honestly, it's like Breath of the Wild but without... <laughs> It is. It's like without the weapon, de- well, oh, the weapon degradation, your shovel will fall apart. Yeah, it does. Eventually. It does. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm just trying to humour you because I'm a bit worried. Max did break apart when I uh, chopped a lot of trees down. And, uh, yeah. Have yeah. you fought the four spirits yet? Shut up. Nooks, the four nooks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Calling Tom Nook out. Water blight nook. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else have we been playing since then uh, a lot of PS2 games actually I don't know every so often the Playstation 2 just sort of calls to me like a I don't know based on your previous comments I mean we made it literally here so I've played Metal Gear Solid 2 and you know what it's quite like Breath of the Wild <laughs> <laughs> so wait so when, no. when you play Breath of uh, oh, Animal Crossing um, Metal Gear yeah Metal Gear Solid 2 you go to the PS2 version rather than the HD collection version well, you know what? After us saying it was the definitive version. Uh, Did we say it was the definitive version? I can't remember. It was 10 years ago. I'd, I'd say the PS2... The PS, oh, it's hard to say, really. You know that? They're, they're all great. You should play them both one after another <laughs> and then come back. Something about playing it on the PS2. It's the, it's the original Wii. Yeah. And it still looks great. It does look great. So it's not like... I mean, that, the HD yeah. version obviously did look nice as well, but... It's not a bad uh, looking game. Like, no, Metal Gear Solid 2 is... I kinda, the reason Metal Gear Solid 2 HD looks so good is because the original game... 
we you know, already had that sort of yeah it's good nice clean lines uh, nice bright colours all that stuff it's clever texture work and all that and just like mm-hmm. the reflections and everything uh, there's actually there's a few effects in the PS2 and the aren't in the PS3 one graphic wise like really? you know when he jumps off the bridge in the first cutscene and they kind of his suit kind of disintegrate uh, his stealth suit kind of goes mm-hmm. That kind of electricity and stuff. It's actually more pronounced in the PS2 version than it is in the PS. Stuff like that. Still a great game. Yeah, yeah. Still can't believe that Konami haven't bothered to release it since. Like it was, yeah. a, it was PS3 the last. Did they PS3 bring it was the last time PS2. Yeah, they didn't bring out a PS4 version. Time. No. That just seems like such a weird. Like obviously, I'm not like necessarily advocating for hey, release the same fucking games every two years or something. I know. But it seems weird to be like. Right, we've put all this money into Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, we're not gonna try and release like a hey on PS4. You can play yeah. everything. Like it seems so weird yeah. that they've that, just kind of left that. Obviously, a lot of that has yeah. to do with the it's relationship. Like, it's like the opposite of the Capcom model. You know, Capcom like yeah, as Capcom, soon as a console comes out, like, it's like right, Devil May Cry Collection, Resident so, Evil Four. Do you want to play the original uh, version of fucking Street Fighter Two again? Uh, Everyone's like, no. <laughs> Championship edition. <laughs> um, it's just like, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that's the flip side. Is there's some companies that just you will play doom on every fucking thing yeah but then there's some companies that are just like for whatever reason yeah. it's just not done it. and it's a shame because like I would love to be able to easily just sit in, but I'll just stick on this yeah. one I suppose I could just play the HD version on my Xbox but, <laughs> so. uh, what else have we been playing Gold, just lots of Goldeneye I'm definitely further than you in Goldeneye because you've I've, really I've touched barely it. even touched it I, I turned it on to like check the controls before I absolutely yeah. fucking hammered you at the multiplayer yeah well, four or five, four or five. We played six rounds <laughs> and, and you, you won one round. Yeah. Uh, it was so funny. It is... I, I was, I mean, Kim was like, it's like, it's as if you were in the room with me because I was busting out laughing every two the, seconds. The funniest, like, pro- I would say probably <laughs> the funniest one was either Proximity Mines. Yeah. Because on the on complex. Oh, Proximity Mines are always great. There was a bit where I knew Joe was close to a mine and he was trying to shoot at me through a wee gap and I just kept thinking, just go down the ramp a bit more. Just go down the ramp a bit more. Just, and he did it. It was great. And then the rockets, because the splash damage yeah, in the rockets uh, is absolutely wild. Like, uh, you just vaguely yeah, aim in your direction yeah. and then be like, oh, that's Joe. Well, I think the problem was we did license to kill with rockets. I know, but that's like, funny. That's <laughs> like, Anything explosion or whatever is funnier than license to kill because then it's just like, as soon as the explosion is, yeah. I'm dead. Do you, do, do you remember when we used to make up our own license to kill though right mm-hmm. where what you do is instead of choosing license to kill you put health all the way down oh yeah um, so that it kind of mimicked license to kill where if you get shot once you die but if you picked up body, body armor, armor it made a, a difference better. ah it's quite a good one yeah so, so I, body armor actually means something yeah yeah yeah. That, well, we, that, did, we did play one normal round with lasers which was kind of boring but I still won so. yeah yeah um, oh, I, it's I, just I, it, I mean the thing is obviously like the <laughs> The, the switch analog stick isn't like the N64 one so I think if you're doing a lot of like I, I can't imagine what it's like trying to use the sniper rifle like, it's, but you get used to it it's very very yeah. sane I think the thing is what you have to remember the N64 analog stick it's unlike any other analog stick because it's definitely stiffer right than any like so that's why when you're playing Mario 64 for example like you've got that full range of motion because it's yeah. so stiff that you, you're, you're not struggling to hold the stick in the position yeah Whereas, like with modern any sticks from the PS2 onwards, you're pretty much. I think most developers accepted the fact that you're using it at the very edge most of the yeah. time, right? So, the stick's easier to get to the absolute zenith of its yeah. sort of where it can go, but mm. that means that you lose that fine that little fine yeah. control. But the thing is, <clears throat> like in terms of modern first-person mm. shooting games, could you have two people empty a whole clip of bullets each? 
and not hit a single thing. Well, when, I'm, when, I'm, when, well, when I'm playing, that's what's funny about uh, it. It's like we yeah. were at one point facing each other and emptying our guns and not hitting each other because, like, it's <laughs> kind of slightly, well, it's slightly looser, say, when using a motor. And actually, I thought that was fun as uh, opposed to like, oh, this is frustrating. I'm kind of like. This is way tenser uh, than it would be. Yeah, I think that's what I'd, if it was like yeah. pinpoint accuracy. Yeah, I, I, well, this is another stupid. People don't realise how with everything Call of Duty and all that, there is auto aim in it. Of course, and it, you know they just, they just don't tell you. As whereas Goldeneye is very apparent. Yeah, your gun is pointing a certain direction because you can mm-hmm. see it in the hand. But I think that's actually quite why there's a lot of little decisions made with with Goldeneye at the time. But obviously they were they were kind of forging a path that had not really been path they forged yeah. it. And they were making the right decisions as they went, and mm. I think that's why it does stand the test of time. I, I think it's great. Yeah. Like it's kind of fun because obviously now there's a big move towards like ragdoll. Like I mean, yeah. ragdoll physics has been such a big thing. But just like watching the amazing way that guards will spin when yeah. you shoot them, yeah. it's like no well, guard has died more than a golden eye guard. Yeah. Just the way they kind yeah. of like overact it, spin. It's like all those animations like are great. A golden eye movie. A golden eye movie. Feels like a Bond movie. That's another thing as well. Like, I, I I do think Perfect Dark is the better game of the two, right? Mm. Technically, right. But I'll always, 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 always choose to play Goldeneye or Perfect yeah. Dark because I've never had the same affection for Perfect Dark. I don't know. I, I never like, played I like, as much as me back in the day, and because I, I, played, know, I played a few times, but uh, yeah, it never really. I remember once we stuck stuck on. It was like right now we've got four players and loads of bots, and there was just something. I think it was almost like including the bots kind uh, of removed the immediacy a wee bit. The the, the the I mean the frame rate tanks as well, and oh, that's yeah, not. I don't think enough people have talked about how good this version of Goldeneye is as well. Like that was a rock solid. Uh, I mean, when we played it online. There was no, there was no there was, drops. Yeah, it was, it was like the, really even in one player, like it, 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 you can play it in widescreen, right? Mm-hmm. The, the frame rate is super, super smooth. Uh, it, it looks great, really nice mm-hmm. and sharp and all. I think that is also back in the day, Rare really had this gift for the N sixty four texture, like the like when you play mm-hmm. Banjo Kazooie or yeah. Goldeneye or Perfect, the texture work is just incredible, mm-hmm. and it scales up quite nicely yeah. actually so playing I've not it, played the Xbox version yet so I need to give it a wee yeah. bash at some point although no multiplayer on the Xbox so well it's got I think it's, it's got offline screen. but yeah, you don't yeah, have online yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean I think I mean I've not really heard anyone really complain about the online not working so very well the only complaints it, so. I've seen in comments on Eurogamer because it's the only place it's the only place I've seen people talk about it really is people are kind of disappointed that they didn't remake it right and I think that's missing. We've done that road already. But well, I think they did, didn't they? But because uh, Activision da- did a version da- Daniel Craig. <coughs> Daniel Craig one. But like, I still don't think a remake because I think the whole point of it is you're playing the game yeah. as it was made in a modern sort of mm-hmm. presentation. You know. I, I mean, I think uh, you could probably, if if you were that desperate to play, like say the multiplayer levels, the way I, I can't imagine there's not already versions of those available online. Yeah. The folk have made an Unreal or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, GoldenEye uh, Source has been kicking around for course. years. Yeah. So I mean, it, I, I I feel like with this, it's it's more of a here's an affectionate here here is what here's the game you played. Yeah. As close as you'll get without mm. like bias. So, I mean, I know a few folk have got those N sixty four pads and they say it works really. I mean, it's well. meant to play great with that. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, if they turned around and said, right, we're re, we're remade Goldeneye, yeah. really, I don't think I'd have been as bothered about playing it straight away because I'm like, well, it's not really the Goldeneye that yeah, I exactly. played with. I had to play this as soon yeah. as it was available. Also, just, I mean, uh, like, would they have still got the image rights to big Robbie Coltrane? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it, it's actually the, quite a good looking model. Like, it is, if you look at it, you're like, uh, that's Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, no, it's, it's like when you just think about how much of a headache it must have been to make that game yeah. back in the day it's incredible it turned out that good you know like 
definitely. Yeah, and I, I still it's probably one of the it's still one of the best first person shooters in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Up there, it's still Perfect Dark, Time Splitters Two, Goldeneye. Yeah, those are like the three main ones in my head mm-hmm. that sort of stick at the very top. Time Splitters Two as well. Can I wish that had come out? Cause it came out on Xbox. Oh, but I saw I saw, we, I saw a wee copy of that going to Forgotten Worlds for GameCube recently, and I was like, Oh, oh really? Sure. I mean, I, honestly, it's such a good game. Like, so some of the trials yeah, are absolutely. Because I know the PS Two is more associated with it. The GameCube's got four controller ports in the front of it. Yeah. So yeah, it was PS Two when I played a lot. Yeah, I, I played yeah. it when I got it on the Xbox. I played it for a wee bit as well. Yeah. It's good, but it's not quite the same if you're. Not playing a multiplayer. And bots, it's not a challenge to me. You need- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That's just the way you said that, though. They're just not a challenge. Oh. I spent, but that I would spend funny. hours, like, that was probably, apart from, like, I'd see a Grand Theft Auto game, yeah. it was my most played, like, game on PS2. Remember like, our time spell through we made our own level, but we made it as big as we possibly could, and it was just, like, what, it was one big giant room. Yeah, I loved shit like that. I just loved, like, and it was, it's like, that's probably what would it took, like, half an hour to get people yeah. into that. It would inspire people to be like, oh, maybe I'll get into game design, whereas for us, it was like, that's just shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I used to love, like, being able to, like, build rooms and bases yeah. and stuff. Like, my ideal, my ideal one was always, like, have a big chasm in the middle yeah. and then everyone had to be like one team was on one side one team and oh you have to use artillery like, right? yeah, yeah. but it never worked properly uh. it was, and, and guess what it was shit <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't any good anyway we should probably talk we should probably do a feature yeah we probably should shouldn't we yeah. right Sinister Bottom oh no is a feature where I take popular video game titles I run them through thesaurus.com mm. and then Joe has to guess what the original game was inspired of course by the kids who used to put uh, essays through a thesaurus. So they could get away with plagiarising each other's work. Now they just uh, ask an AI to write the essays <laughs> for them. So maybe that's that, that'll that have to be the the next version of this feature is AI bot. <laughs> um, he heard about that, like, apparently already one university is like, yeah, we think at least 15-20% of some essays submitted have been written by AI. <laughs> and they can't really check it as much because obviously it doesn't plagiarise. You know, I think you can always tell. I think you probably can. All the, thing, all the, th- all the things I've read. Yeah. I mean, whenever people say, oh, put this through the... Uh, and I've, I've have you see- seen some of the pictures of people that have been put through? Because um, someone's sharing um, some, like, people saying, like, if you look closely, they'll have, like, seven fingers. Uh, or, like... No, it's, just, no, it's always... It's, it's, uh, it's such a weird thing. I'm, yeah. I'm not getting into how I feel about AI on here, but I, I think it's just... Yeah. I, I can get into it. I hate it. There we go. That's it done. It's going to take your job. <laughs> I'm so worried about it. <laughs> AI. I better hope we don't. AI, pull no. up the commandic score. No. I really hope we don't invent an AI that can answer the phone. <laughs> AI, do graphics. Uh, <laughs> so shite. AI, beg for business. No, but, no, but be like, AI, no, I asked for the commandic score. I didn't ask you to do a cyberpunk version of the 80s Glasgow show in the commandic score. <laughs> you know? That'd be much better. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, like, go back down to the championship. Oh, that's fine. Hey, yeah. it's tight at the bottom, though. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, like, five teams that are... It's fine. I'm not really a football person, but I think since moving back to, like... I think when you've got... When you've got... When it's your home team, Yeah. You know. uh, today, Kilmarnock uh, has got rid of two of its strikers and apparently has signed no one. Oh, so, uh, Well, you see, yeah. I was out for lunch a couple of weeks ago with a couple of guys and... Uh, sorry, dinner it was, and then... One of them's an Air fan, mm-hmm. and I'm from Command. I'm like, well, I suppose Command's matching. Just for for people who aren't from the local area, that is the big local rivalry <laughs> in terms of Ayrshire football is Kilmarnock and Air. Yeah. It's the two biggest teams. Right. From no, Ayrshire. but the third guy, he's an Airdrie fan, right? Okay. They're in League One, mm-hmm. but here they're they're sort of doing well. Yeah. And he was saying, see if we go up, 
and then looked at me and said, and if you go down, that means that all three of our teams will be in the championship this season, or next season. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, imagine coming out going down again after such a short time. But Looking very I know, possible. I know, I know. Anyway, anyway, since anyway the sorry, bottom. football chat, sorry, we apologise to uh, everyone for that. Uh, since the bottom, so we've got five games here. Is there a theme this month? Mm, yeah, kind of. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, they're all games. <laughs> they're all video games. So, yeah. Number one. Breathless breath. Breathless breath. 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 Breathless breath. Oh. Uh, breath. Width. Uh, breath. Breathless breath. Windless. Mm. I've got something. I've got there's something right there on the tip of my tongue, but I can't. Right, what is it? Tell me. Breath of the Wild. It is Dead Space. Dead Space. Dead. Sp- I wouldn't have got that, but yeah, Breathless. That makes of sense. Of course, Dead Space has had its remaster. Yeah. Um, or re. Well, it's a remake actually. It's not a remaster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently quite good. I've read good things about it. I'm never going to play it. I think, I'm, too uh, I'm too scared. I think John Carpenter described it as de- de- Dead Space refurb. Refurb. And folk have been saying that quite a lot. And I'm like, that's actually really good. It's like, fair play, John Carpenter. Yeah, Direct great yeah. films and also introducing a really good term for these kind of new kind mm. of remakes. Phonograph flow. Phonograph flow. Uh, hi-fi. What's it called? That one that came out the other day? Hi-fi something? Hi-fi. It's the hi-fi one that came out the other day. The Bethesda one. The, the, the Shinji Mikami. The, t- well, the other one, the cel-shaded one. Hi-fi something. Mm-hmm. Hi-fi rock or whatever it's called. Hi fi what? Hi fi rock, is it? Hi fi. What's it called? What's it called? Hi fi something. Uh, the game is called Hi fi Rush. Hi fi Rush, there we go. Uh, no. Oh, but that, is you that... can get half a game. Right, but is that, was that the right answer? Hi fi Rush is right, the right okay. answer. Yeah. So I was there. I was there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's, a, it's a moral victory for me. <laughs> That's it. I, I nearly got it. Yeah. Uh, well done. Uh, kinda. Uh, not played it yet. Looks good, but I'm, I'm waiting for it to come out. Play it. Kind of oh, rhythm. Wait. <laughs> it's kind of rhythm game, isn't it? And well, you know what? It's funny. I had an idea for a game like this twenty years ago when I was really wee, where it was like oh. a fighting game with Devil May Cry. But mm-hmm. if you timed your fighting to the time of the music, mm-hmm. like the, you got better scores and stuff, right? That's what it is. It's a, it's, a, it's an action game where if you, if you if you do all your moves in time in the music in the background, yeah. then you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do more damage and stuff and it was pretty cool it's funny I had a moment like that um, recently thinking about an, an idea for something I had when I was younger and yeah. seeing something like appear on TV mm. so there's this new comedy on Channel 4 and I've not watched it about a religious family mm. and it looks just like remember the play we did at school that I <laughs> Saint Colin I remember that and one, it yeah. looks all, like so similar <laughs> to yeah. it that actually I was kind of saying to us and I was like it can't be mm. there's no uh, but it's, it's, it's just funny like looking at something that I'm like I had such a similar idea mm. and play. But then, I'm based on the yeah. advert, it might be nothing like that in the show, but it's just, I'm, I'm refusing to watch it because of that. Uh, so you've got, I'm going to say half a point. Right, okay. Let's get half a point. Up next, Combustion Coat of Arms Commission. Combustion Coat of Arms Commission. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Correct, well done. I thought it was quite an easy one. yeah, yeah. Uh, fire Emblem Engage. You can see that I quite like to make them as um, alliterative as possible. <laughs> it's not always possible. Yeah. Um, uh, valuable viewpoint. <laughs> I don't know. Goldeneye. Ah! 
<laughs> Fuck. That was uh, a good one. Okay, that is good. Uh, last one. Abandoned. Abandoned? Abandoned. Uh, lost? That's something to get... That's not... Uh, dishonored. Dishonored. Okay. So uh, it's not a new game, but it's one we have talked about. That doesn't really work. Abandoned, dishonored. What? I don't know. Okay, okay. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, okay. I wish to take this to the Thesaurus <laughs> Council. The Ombudsman. <laughs> <laughs> Thesaurus Ombudsman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. I would, uh, do you know what? Mm. what 1.5. Okay. One and a half. Which, it's probably one up, of my better scores. But you can so. run up to two if you're really, yeah. if, if really dis. If you're upgrading, if someone's like upgrading the Excel spreadsheet of scores, yeah. uh, we can say put that down as a two. Yeah. Uh, sinister bottom always delivers <laughs> delivers time <laughs> <laughs> do you know what sinister bottom always uses up five minutes <laughs> just like a real bottom it's plenty of padding <laughs> <laughs> just like a real bottom it uses up five minutes <laughs> if you're a long time listener of BitSocket you'll know that sometimes Scott has trouble remembering things that he's said now and again and now we've done quite a lot of videos and quite a lot of podcasts over the years uh, and we've done a feature similar to this before but it's been quite some time and last time it was just me reading stuff out and this time I'm going to let him hear the, his own words from his own horse's mouth oh, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't think of a good idea uh, for a name for this game that uh, I'm going to play some clips of some Scottisms Scottish moments. I don't know. Scottish, Scottish moments. Scottish, actually, you know what? What? <laughs> I was going to do a feature where I was going to ask you how many videos of a feature we've made for certain features in, in right. our YouTube. Right? Uh-huh. Most of them being like one or two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and one of them, there is actually there's two that are called Scottish moments. Just <laughs> 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 like, why, why did we make them anyway? So. Uh, uh, I was I was going to call it consumer advice score, but uh, it's not all of it's consumer advice. But anyway, <laughs> so I've got eight clips of Scott delivering some of his Shakespearean advice. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You've got to tell me what game you're talking about. Oh right, right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, and also you get extra moral points I'd say not real points for remembering if you have remembered to say that you said them okay so okay. if you could go to the fire mart number one and we'll both press play at the same time okay, okay? so go and it's just exactly like that as if you were, you went to the doctor and you pulled your trousers out and you said doctor can you check this out what game are you talking about <laughs> right it's like you've gone to the doctor, pulled your trousers down, and said, "Check this, Check this out. out." What the fuck? <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Uh huh. This is one of the two Scottish moments videos. I've <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Is it? I've no idea. This is you talking about Wu Tang. Taste the pain on the PlayStation. <laughs> what? It's, wow. beca- it's because there's a finisher in it where one of them goes, Chug this out, like that. Oh, right. And you're like mimicking it. <laughs> right, okay. This is going to be bad. You ready for number two? <laughs> as ready as I'll ever be. Right, right, press play. Imagine coming into a lovely wee cafe like this and you're only given three options you're given soup, toasty, or a nice wee sandwich. You think to yourself, only three options? Why is that? But the thing is, if the food's great, it doesn't matter because you're still going to be leaving here with a full stomach. You're still going to be going home satisfied. That's good. I like that. 
But no, it's the first of Scott's food metaphors today. So three, so it's something that only gives you three options. It kind of gives that away a wee bit. Does it? Yeah. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are. But I'm like, does that? Uh... <laughs> is it the Metal Gear Solid HD collection? No. All right. Just try to think of what gave me three options. It's it's a special video you did. Well, I'll tell you. Or... I tell me. It's a special you video video you did about the f- the controversy about the ending of Mass Effect oh, Three. Oh right, <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> we should then read it anyway. See, so, do, do you remember that video? No. <laughs> do, you no. Remember, do you remember we shot it? No. Is it in a cafe? Yeah. Which one? No. Remember the one that used to be near you and when you lived at. Uh, was it Once Upon a Tart? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, that was great. That was the good. Biggest slice of cake. Uh, well, yeah. You'd get, oh, can I have a slice of cake? You're uh, pretty much Bruce <laughs> Bogtrot. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Number three, ready to play? Yeah. Right, go. At a long marble table. A group of beautiful executives consider their options. Their objective? <laughs> to reinvigorate one of the biggest brands in the world. To do something that will potentially change the world. From the shadows, a deep voice rumbles. Why don't we call it Pasta Hut? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that's quite good. <laughs> Right, is it maybe about something changing in a game? Right. D- uh, d- uh, DMC. Am I even close? Close. Uh, judgment. It's Judgment. Judgment? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's, is... how, you, that's how you started the Judgment review. <laughs> I wonder why. I was going to use a clip from the DMC review, but it, everything you said was too obvious. It was like, oh, why did you get white hair? Why did you not get white hair? Anyway. I liked I thought I liked Didn't I like DMC? No, you were slagging off. Folk. Oh, slagging folk off. I, th- I thought you said I did. No, you are slagging off folk to me. Right, okay. Number four. Are ready to play? I've only done three right. of these so far. Right, go. All you people out there in the past, because this is the future, and I'm sending this back to the present, which is the past to me, but suppose the present to you, although if you're watching this a few weeks from now, it's the future. And I want you to learn. I don't want this to happen to you. I want you to go out and play some games. Games are going to help you learn how to avoid this horrible future. Ah, uh, no. No fucking clue. Absolutely no clue. That was The Walking Dead. I couldn't even tell you we did. Uh, was, the Walking Dead. Yeah, well, it was part of, actually, it was part of a feature we did. Oh, did we? Called Scott's End of the World. Do you remember how many videos you did for that feature? <laughs> One? <laughs> two. You did The Walking Dead and The Last of Us. As many as two? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you ready for number five? I suppose so. Yeah. Right, play. In time-honoured JRPG tradition, the boys in the class are some of the smoothest and prettiest boys you'll see in a game this year. This isn't a criticism. It's a massive plus. I love pretty boys. <laughs> Right, okay. Is it a Persona 4 Golden? No! Oh, what? <laughs> what? What? It's Final Fantasy Type 0. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, right, ready for number I 6. I thought when I said JRPG, I was like, oh, fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ready for number 6? Yeah. Right. The combat's fun. If a wee bit, I don't know, uninventive and a wee bit repetitive. You get plenty of moves you can unlock and plenty of combos you can use, but you're never going to need them because you just keep hitting Y and things die. That's my rhyme, though. Don't steal it, eh? Was this one we filmed in the park near my old flat? No. Keep hitting wine things die. I don't, I don't know. It was lollipop chainsaw. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you remember when we filmed it? Uh, oh, where did we film that? The alleyway outside Diamond Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Now, 
Uh, e- eagle-eared listeners, right? Okay. Who caught me out last time I, re- I repeated a feature, right? Remember a few, remember a few months ago? One, oh, one for one. No, no, I remember a few months ago when I actually did the same Jimmy Sh- Well, when Jimmy Shrance sang the same song. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, these two, we have done these before. Oh, have we? I want to see if you remember we did them, <laughs> oh, right? Even though this is the second time we've done these, right? right? Okay. okay. So, number seven. Can you press play? There's so much to it that even though it's a short game, it's worth every pound you can spend on it. Maybe even some more. Buy two copies. Buy three. <laughs> Do you remember which review you signed off with? Buy two copies. Buy three. <laughs> Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> I don't know. I Wait, don't know. I was gonna, I thought first of all, Vanquish was first of all, I reviewed <laughs> Metal Gear Rising, not you. I reviewed Metal Gear Rising. Uh, no, wait there. So it's a short game, worth every penny. The only games that are coming to mind are things like... Vanquish, but Vanquish was well before we were doing videos, wasn't it? Came in twenty ten, just as we started. Short game, worth every penny. But it's not Vanquish. Oh, I don't know. It's Portal Two. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Right, you ready for the last one? Now, we've definitely done this one before. I can't. But but I just want to see z- if you remember. Zero out of yeah, yeah. zero so far. Wow. Okay. Okay. Right, right, okay. Right. Ready. Number um, eight and play. Right, fucking buy Crisis then. Fucking go buy Crisis <laughs> and go fuck off. Doesn't matter about graphics, it's the experience of playing a game. If you're all fucking bothered about graphics, you're playing some shitey old shite game on your fucking shite PC, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know the worst thing is? The worst thing is, you see as soon as I said Crisis, I was like, did I do a Crisis? I've never played it. Um, I, d- I honestly don't know. It's Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3? Yeah, 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 you reviewed Battlefield 3. Remember we shot the review for Battlefield 3 and Batman Arkham City mm-hmm. very close together because it's, it's both your videos. <laughs> wow. Zero for it. I, honestly, is, the thing is, some of quite a few of them are ones that I didn't write yeah. ahead of time. So I think the ones that maybe I'd written... <laughs> yeah, no, you can tell the ones that you just kind of go just, off in one. Well, that used to be the problem is if I did two takes, neither <laughs> <the both> <laughs> take would be Absolutely. similar. Remember we used to like shoot things, we try and get different angles, right? Yeah. And I'd be like, right, say the same thing. <laughs> I was to try and find a point that I could edit between the two bits. None of that was the same. Oh. Yeah, I think as we did later videos, I started to actually write stuff down. Yeah. But then we kind of moved away from doing uh, yeah, things no. in front of camera. <laughs> because of that. Right all down. Oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, Zero out of eight. It was embarrassing. It's almost like senior moment embarrassing. <laughs> But then I think it just comes down to like, if you don't think of what you're going to say ahead of time, why would you remember? <laughs> yeah. Just immediately spews out your mouth, your brain doesn't engage, and then it just resets, and then it's like, right, I have to go to Tesco and get uh, both now. Oh, yeah. Is it canon, Joe? Mm. Is a millstone around our neck? <laughs> yes, yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. No, I do, I, it's I, always I, good. Do you know what? I remember that time I challenged myself to do like an, like multiple Is It Canon? Yeah, yeah. See, when I got into that flow, yeah. I could have done them forever. <laughs> it just felt like as soon as you click into the mind, the mindset of doing it, yeah. um, then it's very easy. But I thought, you know what? I thought for this podcast, I thought I'm going to go right back to what I remember the start being, but I don't know if it was. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. Was, that, was Sonic the Hedgehog the first one we did? Barry the Badger. That was the first Barry one. Barry the Badger. Yeah. Um, so I thought we'd go back and mm. do Sonic the Hedgehog. We've okay. not done a Sonic the Hedgehog one for a while. We haven't. We've um, done a few. We've done a few though, uh. so who knows how many of these have already been done before. <laughs> also remember, 
when I'm asking you Sonic questions, there's a good chance you might not get them, but you're asking the master here. That's true. Uh, and of course, remember, uh, for this to be counted as canon, <laughs> it's is it a right. t-shirt? Is it... <laughs> It's funny to think, though, that your idea of, like, canon would be, it's on a t-shirt, especially when I saw a, a, um... I mean, I mean, if it's officially licensed. Oh, right. Cool, you know, like, if it's an officially licensed thing, whether right. it's a t-shirt in, that means it's canon, right? Right, okay. Okay. The reason, Sega have put their name to something. The reason I'm laughing is that I saw a t-shirt earlier with Shadow the Hedgehog on it. Right. That says, born to shit, forced to wipe. <laughs> and I was like, well, that kind of canon. I think we started canon. It was so long ago that it was just before all this sort of, everybody started making their own t-shirts for everything at yeah. the time, you know? Like all these unlicensed mm-hmm. stuff, so... Back then, t-shirts meant something. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've got another Akira t-shirt coming soon. Okay. Nice three Akira t-shirts. Yeah. Anyway, is it canon? Mm. Sonic the Hedgehog. In Sonic Unleashed, mm-hmm. the team originally wanted Sonic to turn into loads of different werebeasts, but the idea was abandoned. Sonic team were unable to make a giraffe look sexy. <laughs> is it canon? Implication being that they thought, oh, not weird, we'll all look sexy enough. Yeah, that's no... No, uh, it's not canon. No. Do you know what's funny about it is I came up with that idea, laughed yeah. and joked, uh, like laughed about it, wrote it down, and then didn't even seem to check if they actually had the idea <laughs> on that. So I, I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, it's not yeah. canon, but it might actually be canon. Uh, two, Big the Cat's playstyle in Sonic Adventure was created as a way to promote the Dreamcast's fishing rod peripheral. Is it canon? Oh, I think you've been tricky here. No, it's not canon. It is canon. Really? It's canon. Because you don't use the fishing rod for that. It's canon. Okay. It was, I, 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 whether I, I, or not you could use the fishing rod, but the, inspira- the, 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 the direction was to have a fishing game so they could help promote their fishing peripheral. Alright, okay. Okay, okay. So, look. Okay, listen, look. okay. I would, I would, I would, I would argue that it was more of a general by Sega Bass fishing rather than... Someone's a, written it okay, on the internet. So fine. I'm counting it. As far right. as I'm concerned, canon sometimes is... Did Sega write it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Sonic Frontiers... Sonic finally references his father. <laughs> Sorry. I can't even keep a straight face to even say this daft shit I've written. <laughs> right. right. Okay, I'm going to try and say it in a one In Sonic Frontiers... If I don't look at you, will you say Sonic finally references his father, Rusher the Hedgehog. <laughs> Rusher the Hedgehog. And how he fought Eggman's father, Professor Scramble. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it canon? No, 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 no. I, I, I've not played Sonic Frontiers, but no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not canon. Has Sonic ever referenced Sonic's dad? Does Sonic's dad? Because I thought I, I played around with either Sonic Senior, and then I thought Russia, Russia the Hedgehog sounded really funny. I'm sure I did one. I'm sure I'm I did. Maybe, I don't know. No, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I asked you about. I made something about Sonic's dad once, and it was something about him being a traitor or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd actually thought I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. I'm sure, that's yeah, but I just made it up. Uh, so you've got two out of three so far. Yeah. Sonic's trainers are based on Michael Jackson's footwear in the Bad Music video. Is it canon? Oh, oh, uh, oh, yes. It is canon. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Sonic's footwear is based on Michael Jackson's. Yeah. Uh, from the bad music video. A lot of links between uh, a lot of links between Sega and Michael Jackson back in the day. Yeah. Probably best Sega forget those days. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Rouge the Bat was introduced <laughs> in Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. But what was the name of her prototype? 
Was it oh. A, hammer the bat? Hammer the bat. B, nail the bat. <laughs> C, swing the bat. <laughs> D, pat the bat. <laughs> or E, <laughs> ivy the bat. I mean, I will happily go through them all again. There's only one answer there, right? Uh-huh. It's definitely not hammer, <laughs> nail, nail the, nail bat. the bat, pat or swing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's ivy. Nail the bat. Nail the bat. Nail the bat was uh, Ivy's prototype. Holy shit! Uh, Ivy fucking Rouge, Rouge the bat's prototype was called Nail the bat. Nail the bat. <laughs> so three out of five. Oh, okay. So Mister, <laughs> I know everything about Sonic. Yeah, no, no, I know an adequate amount. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, um, yeah. So there you go. Three, three out of five. That's not. That's a good. That's a solid performance. Yeah. And now it's time for you lot to see your bet. Okay, so this <laughs> very nice. So this did, did you know what song that was? Uh, okay. Well done, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well done, full Nachun Scott. Eh? <laughs> it's the first first time. <laughs> um so we asked well, we said, we're recording a new podcast on Wednesday, so we'd like to hear about your favourite endings in video games. Yeah, we got a fucking ton of replies on Twitter. Oh, did you? Because uh, we go, wait, wait till I count. Wait, wait, wait. wait okay, wait, wait there. Wait, there. Do we need to get in the adjudicator? Yeah, two. <laughs> okay, two on Facebook. Facebook, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I, I think the game now, and trying to get people to actually notice anything you've posted on any social media platform is, if you don't pay, no one sees it. All right, okay. Guess what? We don't pay. We don't pay. So you don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay we'll, we'll go through Facebook first then just because yeah. well, you're not into the fa- get them out of the way yeah. uh, okay Luke Russell said despite its flaws I still think the end of Mass Effect 2 was amazing coordinating your team for what felt like one final push against a world ending threat was awesome with survival based on how well you developed your relationships as well as some seemingly arbitrary role delegation my first playthrough I was completely distraught when I lost Legion and Garrus the giant human reaper boss was a pretty bad plot twist though. Despite that, it's one of my favourite video game endings. The music is also amazing, so that helps. Mass Effect mm. 2. I mean, yeah, the, the final the final boss is shite. Mm. But the actual like run up to it is brilliant. It's even better when you use a guide to make sure that no one dies. <laughs> That's, I remember I remember actually it was when Richie and Jim came over to do a crossover with us yeah. and you were talking about Mass Effect 2. Mm. And, and you I was in the room and you were trying to you were like trying to get away with saying, "Oh yeah, it was just luck that I managed." Yeah, it was just luck. And I knew, <laughs> I knew yeah. it was like just luck. <laughs> no, I think no, no. I got most of them in the right place. Oh, yeah. uh, but weirdly enough, when I played it recently, mm-hmm. I, I st- like I did everything I needed to, and then folk just died anyway. So I was like, <laughs> "Fucking reloading that." I had yeah. to reload it like twice. Uh, Look, Summerhaze, it has to be MGS3. Yes. Mm. Pulling the trigger all the way through to she gave her life and her honor for her native land. Don't need to pull the trigger. Yeah, you just, stand you just turn, turn the cons off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see if you stand there for long or if he does just shoot. <laughs> he does just shoot eventually. Oh, does he? Uh, I love Peace Walker in 5, but I feel like we didn't need anything else to see how Naked Snake went from this to Big Boss. He was broken and so was I. Yep. Great ending. Fantastic ending to a fantastic game. Uh, and yes, you're right. We didn't need any more after that for Big Boss. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I have an affection for Peace Walker. I don't. I, I really don't. <laughs> it's, a, I, it's a good enough game for for the most part but there's so much yeah. crap in it 
I just can't buy um, myself to play it ever again. Though I think, um, yeah, I, I'll probably never play Peace Walker again. No. And I'll probably never play 5 again. Yeah, and I, I mean, the only reason I finished Peace Walker was because I got help from some stranger online to do the last boss. Yeah, the final boss was fucking ridiculous if you weren't playing co-op. Nah, the whole game was really bad um, uh, for that. It was, a good, it was a cool idea. And as a PSP, was it a PSP game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, PSP, it, it was brilliant. That was really impressive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that like there's bits of 5 that I find really impressive, but I don't yeah, necessarily five, find yeah. it like an entertaining game. Five's, five's got great parts to it. I still think Ground Zeroes is better than the all of Phantom Pain, though, really. Yeah, funnily enough, I occasionally yeah. think, oh, I'd quite like to go back and play Ground Zeroes again. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I've got plenty of other things to play than keep the Sutherland creeping about. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. Oh, I did like that. I mean, there's, there's elements of five I like. I think it's just, it's like when like sometimes a musician, you really like, releases an album that you know is keen on, yeah, and you're like, yeah. well, okay. I, I, still, I still can enjoy the whole other back catalogue. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking throw my toys at the pram. But I just know that there'll be some bits that I'm like, well, I can skip this album, I can skip this game. Yeah. Um, although, if you skip Metal Gear Solid 5, what do you get? <laughs> Nothing. I'll survive. <laughs> yeah, Which is still going, I think. You still play that online. Really? I know. Somehow, I think Konami just have forgotten to turn it off. Still surviving? Still surviving. Uh, so we had the exact same question mm. on Twitter. Uh, so let's go. We didn't. Uh, we didn't go to Mastodon. I'm afraid uh, this month because the joke had more than anything. Up first, we've got Space Genie. Uh, Prey. Uh, love to be utterly blindsided. Presumably, that's probably the, old more, one. the more recent one. Oh, I was going to say that. No, um, which is good. <clears throat> I kind of hit a point where about three quarters of the way through, I just stopped playing it. Mm. Just it just stopped grabbing me. But it was a good, it was quite a good game up to that point. Skyward Sword, that little oh. montage of Zelda's adventure. Yeah, great. The friends of Ringo Ishikawa, powerful reminder. Oh, that game looked pretty cool, actually. It does look good. Uh, for for the frog for for the frog the bell tolls. Yeah, I've heard of this. I've, uh, I've not played it, but yeah. Uh, uplifting, charming, great tune. And yeah. Dark Souls, haha, we tricked you into being on fire forever. <laughs> Pretty much all the kind of like yeah. Souls games, the end is always like kind of shite. Right. Like, unless, I mean, there it's probably about the better endings. There probably are good endings to get. I just usually get the ending, which means I sit in a chair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You become what you hated the most. Yeah. Um, Pablo has a deadline. Link's Awakening. As a child, it really stuck with me. It felt so strange and bittersweet. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Especially, see, the, the, the ending in the Switch version. I just, the fact that you get the wee, the wee anime cuts at the end and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that game. It is. Link's Awakening is very good. Uh, Hades and its different take on multiple endings. Hades is a good game. I don't think you've played it. Never played it, it no. Very good. Um, Mathis from Casino Royale. Uh, this, I have <laughs> to admit, I... Like, this might be one of the best. I mean, you know what, Mathis from Casino Royale? Are you ready for this? Mathis from Casino Royale. I'm a big fan of the ending of 007 Quantum of Solace for PS3, in which Dominic Green is killed. I cannot begin begin to express how satisfying this was on a personal level. Um, I mean, you, I mean, you remember the film? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dominic Green kills Mathis from Casino Royale. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think the the whole the whole idea of the Mathis from Casino Royale is just it's almost like laser focused to provide <laughs> the perfect answer to this question. Stomach's hot and laughing. Yeah, love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, 
Dave Bulmer, uh, Link's Awakening again, but uh, not the actual ending. It was the moment where the game seemed to expand as you headed up a big flight of stairs, out of the game map, into space, and down came the owl you've met throughout, only now he has loads more frames of animation. Uh, To which someone replied, the question's about the end of the game. I thought it was Gavin said, this is an actual ending. Please. (laughs) Please do not include. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, Binister uh, slash dot M Pegasus. Second sight with the twist ending bombshell. All these flashbacks you've been playing aren't the past, they're actually the present. What you thought was the present was actually a flash forward. Ah. Your second sight's one of those oh, games yeah, I really yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah, play. That, that was, that was, that maybe, was uh, maybe the time spot of Free Radical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that actually makes me want to play the game. It looked that, really cool. That, that. It just never, it was one of those, it just never matched up. Uh, like, yeah. whenever I was maybe in the mood for it, just didn't have time. Whatever. That really makes me want to play the game now. I know. Uh, Gaz Robinson in brackets parody I know everyone's mad about it but I really love the last mission in DMC Devil May Cry Dante and Virgil are buddies the whole game the bad guy's dead and life is good and then Virgil drops the now we can rule I always thought the delivery in that scene was incredible hmm. I really like DMC from what I've read, listen from what I've heard, I, I, I don't like the game I've played it I've tried to play it many times on the PS3 and the PS4 mm. right the gameplay just doesn't it just doesn't satisfy me from a as a Devil May Cry fan but it does sound like they put a lot of thought into the the, the story of it. Yeah. Because they got... Didn't they, did they get Alex Garland to write? Yeah, I think it was... Right. Like, I think Alex Garland's quite involved with um, them in general. Yeah. Like, so I, I feel like... Because he, 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 he did... Um, oh, he did loads, didn't he? What did he do? Enslaved. No, I mean film-wise. Well, film-wise, oh, like The Beach. Uh, yeah, uh, the Beach. Fucking, the Beach. Uh, that was one of Beach was the one I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. Uh, so I've no doubt it probably was a good ending. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I just mm. one day I'll go back to play again. Kevin L. The twist at the end of Killer 7, I remember being mind-blowing at the time, and then also confusing as hell after that. But the bit where you go through the hotel and find out the truth about the Smiths was amazing. I don't I've know. Never what, got as far I, as I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm it's sure. I, I love Killer 7, but I'm it's sure. one of those games that I just I really want to play, mm. but I, I don't know. I just, I, I just, I just wish to, why don't they release it? I know they've got the PC, PC version now. Mm. Yeah, never came. They never brought yeah. it out. Why don't they just put it on what I've got? Why can't they just copy and paste it? <laughs> yeah. Copy and paste onto Blu-ray discs. Graham, I like the ending to Bloodborne where you become a slug. <laughs> Is that actual? No, that's one of the endings of Bloodborne. You become a slug. Hmm. Matt, Matt's Peak Swords says, Supergiant really excel at emotional conclusions. Bastion and Hades really stand out as the sort where all the threads really came together. The musical motifs being very central to the narrative design helps a lot. Kevin McNally, Bioshock 2, Minerva's Den, always stuck with me. Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Batman mm. Arkham City, Sleeping Dogs, Yakuza 0, Shenmue, The Evil Within 2, and Golden Axe, the sheer charm of it all. Thanks, Kevin. Do you say Shenmue there? Shenmue, yep. Shenmue, famously, which doesn't have an ending yet. But... In a boat. I know, I know, I know. Actually, that's a great For some folk, The first game does have a great For some ending. folk, uh, as far as they're concerned... Um, Real never got off that boat. <laughs> Shenmue got on the boat and then got the went boat. into space. Like, you know... Um, went back to his home planet, like Pucci. Pucci, yeah. That's it. Uh, Clown Girl Honk Heaven says, Xenoblade Chronicles, the first, uh, had me really feeling it <laughs> back when I played it. Plot <laughs> twist after plot twist. On that note, Yakuza 6 finished perfectly. Yeah. They could have wrapped up the series with a, bo- a bow at that point and would have accepted it completely. Yep. Agreed. Yep. I, I, I mean, don't be wrong, I'm excited about uh, Gaiden that's coming out. Yeah. And, and Ishin. And Ishin. Uh, well, in terms of the series, I don't really count Ishin because okay. it's kind of a, uh, yeah. like, ultimate prequel. Yeah. Um, and obviously the big man's inclusion in what is now Yakuza 8 yeah yeah, yeah. Um, or Like a Dragon 8 or whatever it's fucking called now 
Um, yeah, they don't call but, them Yakuza anymore. But if they'd put a full stop in the Yakuza series mm. at six, I would not have quibbled. I would, not at all. It would be one of those things where you're always like, oh, I wouldn't have minded a bit more of this character. But, mm. more. but in, if they said, right, narratively, we've concluded the series, we're yeah. happy with how it goes in that character's journey, I would have been like, yeah. respect. Yeah. I, th- I still think Yakuza 6 is... That's the like, best one for me. It's so. one of the best, I think. Yeah. Um, one of the best games in general yeah, for me, yeah, personally. Yeah. Um, and although someone's saying like because Gaiden is kind of meant to be like spin-offs they were saying like they wonder if this is successful who might get their own ones and I'd really like them to go back and uh, do Akiyama because mm. I feel like Akiyama was like everyone was like right when when Kazuma goes Akiyama's the this new main character yeah. and then kind of was dropped I'd like to I'd like to kind of it'd be cool if they they had the space to say right we're going to make a 20 hour Akiyama game yeah. you can see Kamurocho as it is now and all that stuff I think that stuff like that would be really cool um, I'd love to see the um, the main character, the PSP ones, getting a wee spin off. Yeah, or they could just fucking do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just update it because yeah. that would be quite cool. Like yeah. just another kind of view on the whole thing would be yeah. quite cool. Um, and the thing is, they've they've got Camarocho kicking about from Lost Judge Lost Judgment, so they've got like a version of that yeah. pretty much up to date yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would love. Like, I'd be happy if they said, right, we're going to do wee spin offs and mm-hmm. follow some of the characters like Saijiman and stuff like yeah. that. Um, whether or not there would actually be the market for people to buy, but. I don't know. Depends on how they, how Gaiden does, I suppose. But yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah. in terms of Kazuma's story, there was a very good full stop. I need to find out what his hair's all about in Yakuza 8. Why, okay. why does it look like that? That's that whole game we can find out about his hair. Uh, Mike Nimmo, Mass Effect 3, when I successfully saved the galaxy and killed every possible squad mate in the trilogy. <laughs> a very quiet memorial. This is a screenshot of um, just two people standing next to the memorial, which is very funny. Uh, almost at the end of Dark Souls 2 you get to have a sit down in a big chair then you get sealed away in a lovely dark quiet cave <laughs> I'm turning 40 this year and honestly the idea of sitting down in a quiet dark room for a bit sounds delightful that's <laughs> yeah, quite good yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Jack McGregor the ending of Mario Odyssey but specifically after yeah. the darkest side of the moon when Cappy gets all emotional about the journey you've both been on when you're, climbing the, tower, when you're climbing the tower yeah. mm. Mario Odyssey is a fantastic game. Uh, it is, it's great. Uh, it's really good. Um, Aaron PWGS says, Dead Space, with Dead Space just released, I'm reminded of the Dead Space 2 ending. Bit of a naff final fight, but an emotional build-up. The regaining control mid-credits to survive was a nice moment. Really enjoyed it. I've heard quite good things about the new Dead Space. I just feel like I am shite scared of everything. Yeah, yeah, I would never be able to play I'm it. I'm quite scared. In the run-up to it, when it was all being talked about that Callista Protocol game, but it seems like everyone who was really excited for it got it and didn't enjoy it. Got, so. got a bit of a shite review in it's, the edge, actually. It, it seemed like it wasn't, I'm not going to say quite ready, but mm. maybe they kind of were like, right, if this doesn't come out before the new Dead Space, yeah, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. I mean, obviously I know nothing about yeah. making games, but uh, I will go with this last one because I think it's a game that is very close to uh, both of us. Mm. Um, Team buddies. From Com Susie Baka, right. Ghost Trick. Oh. I'm still hoping for a memory-wiping brain injury so I can play it again. <laughs> um, Did you finish it? I played it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I finished it. Ghost Trick's great. Oh, Go- Ghost Trick's right. really, really good. Um, I think out of the ones we've kind of talked about there, I mean, obviously Metal Gear Solid 3 yeah. has a brilliant... Um, and uh, I mean, what what's great about Mario Solid Three as well um, is the snakes progression throughout it. In terms of like every time he meets the boss, like their kind of encounter lasts a bit more. He's a bit more confident. Yeah. Does like first it's just pretty much battles him. Aye. But it's like as it goes on, I think the the second last time they meet and it's actually quite even, almost like he kind of like she still kind of beats him, mm. but it's it's a lot closer. And yeah. then at the end, that kind of like the the kind of progression from like. 
him kind of overtaking skill. Although, whether or not does she kind of give up a wee uh, bit, I don't know. It's narratively. It's I think she has to. That's the whole point. Pretty much does. Plot, yeah. um, but for everything to go ahead, she yeah. kind of has to let yeah. it happen. But she's not going to just roll over. Yeah. Um, which reminds me of a wee bit of Wind Waker in a way, like how like when you first meet Ganondorf, he just backhands <laughs> you and it's like, you're, you're nothing to yeah, him. That's a good but ending, again, actually. You spend the whole game building up. I mean, yeah. the end, I mean, just the, the end of the actual final fight with Gandalf is uh, brilliant yeah. just like having to use the dodge move and then just slamming the big sword right in his uh, noggin a Zelda uh, 9 times out of 10 Zelda games really nail the ending like, yeah. in terms of like how satisfying the last boss is but also like, how it concludes the story in that game as well like, yeah. they're, they're always great um, I think for me we've covered I mean Yakuza 6 obviously I think mm. has a great like really emotional ending that I think just ties everything about the character really well together Yeah. Um, I feel like because there's not many series where you go the same character throughout a whole series, like multiple series of games. No, no, no. So I'm trying to think about it right now, like, because obviously there's, there's tons of games that have loads of sequels, mm. obviously. But in terms of, like, a character who I think carries the weight of no, the game. was God of War, is that not? Like God, one... God of War would be one of them. Well, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Is games like God of War, although I think you could argue that the, the Kratos you've got now is so different to yeah. the Kratos you had. <coughs> is he meant to be the same? Is it meant to yes, be? Yes. Right, okay. Well, as far as I'm aware, mm. I don't know if there's any story, but as far as I'm aware, it's the same guy. Right. But I would say, like, Kazuma doesn't, isn't a radical departure. The only, mm. the biggest radical departure is Yakuza Zero, which is him kind of learning yeah. to become the yeah. man he yeah. eventually is. Um, but I'm trying to think like the Ease games there's um, the main guy in the Ease games is carried on for a lot but it's not like that's necessarily Aye. important do you yeah, know what I mean yeah. um, have you played the Ease 1 and 2 yet like, yeah the old ones they're really good remember that's the ones I got you uh, Ease Origin yeah yeah it was really good yeah. I enjoyed it um, yeah it's, I'm trying to think, you think of another I mean Metal, Metal, Metal Gear I suppose but then, but then Snake no, but you play, is really you play Soul Snake for some of them riding for one of them big boss for a few of them yeah you know. it's kind of a wee bit the place. But I think in terms of like maybe a character who's consistently Aye. journeying and changing as yeah. a character actually, I actually I really hate the fact that you play as Big Boss for most of the Metal Gear games now like <laughs> I do like Solid Snake you only play them from Metal Gear Solid 1 a bit of Metal Gear Solid 2 and then 4 yeah that's it mm-hmm. I mean if you count Metal Gear 1 and 2 and the NES or whatever yeah. but, or the MSX mm-hmm. but you know, you know what I mean Metal Gear Solid the ending games. of 4 actually but just ah, because yeah, it was like, like it was I, just like right here's a load of fucking info <laughs> and I'm like right great I definitely had a better ending than 5 that's for sure but what four. here's 40 tapes uh, yeah here's 40 tapes listen to them in your helicopter here's, here's, here's 40 tapes go, uh, go for a wee ride on your horse and listen to the tapes um, here's a podcast yeah. um, what a shite ending that game had I don't like thinking about it um, Shemu 4 that's my favourite ending Almost as good as Shemmy 5's ending. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great... I mean, I, I think that's it. I, th- I think the truly great games land the ending mm. really well. Whether it's a boss battle that's really satisfying yeah. or cutscenes, stuff like that. It's, it's just about, like... It's almost like the reward. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm actually of the, the opinion that I don't think the last boss in a game should necessarily be the hardest. No, it doesn't because, need to be. Because I, I think sometimes what actually makes you feel more empowered as a player yeah. is that feeling that at the end... Like, like Wind Waker, for example. Yeah. The final boss in Wind Waker is kind of tough but it's not like ridiculously hard yeah, because uh, the yeah. idea is meant to be that by the time you get there you've mastered yeah like Tell you what, it's definitely not definitely it. not as hard as the boss you fight just before that yeah the big puppet Ganon one right mm. where when it turns into the, the one the, the train that kind of goes around the whole room yeah. you've got to shoot its tail fucking hell that is that's one of the hardest bosses in a Zelda game yeah, yeah. but like it's, it's, it's almost like I feel like 
sometimes it should be like a reward almost ah, yeah. for like you've achieved so much you've journeyed this guy isn't yeah. com- anything compared to you now and I always yeah. like that feeling in a game like I like that kind of like certainly Wind Waker and I think in Zelda games in general ah, they just it. know how to pitch that so that by the end ah. you kind of are you're like oh I'm the hero of time I'm ah. kind of I've achieved that as opposed to you still have to prove it yeah, Zelda, I like that Zelda games get the good <clears throat> they just do it so well I think Wind Waker for me has always done that really ah, well yeah. that progression of the wee boy ah, yeah. Especially because you set up that scene kind of in the middle right. where Ganondorf just is like, <laughs> slaps you away. Yeah, yeah. Just, you're not important. Yeah. Um, even though you feel like at that point, oh, I've still fought yeah. on this guy. Like, yeah. what an adventure so far. And it's like, it's not even started yet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that would be a big one for me. Definitely. Like, games like Wind Waker. Like, the, the games, you know, you've listened mm. to Bit Soccer long enough. You know the games are going to fucking talk about. Yeah, of course. Um, and talking about Bit Soccer. Talking about endings. Talking about endings. Mm. Um, so we've kind of decided that we are going to begin the process of winding BitSocket down we're to gonna, finally launch BookSocket. We're going to consciously uncouple ourselves. <laughs> books, <laughs> books I forgot about that. Was, that. was that Chris Martin and Gwyneth Chris Martin Paltrow? Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. Um, yeah, so I think we've just kind of come to the conclusion that uh, Joe's never going to release that Live Alive video. <laughs> and we'd rather stop make making BitSocket than, <laughs> <laughs> than, than release that video. No, it's more just... It's, it's becoming, like, it is definitely, like, it's, we, we still enjoy making BitSocket. Yeah, of course. We still reasonably enjoy hanging out. <laughs> but we just uh, but we just don't have the time to really do things the way I think we would like to do them definitely the way we used to do them no uh, I think we did a video a week for like a year yeah I remember that wild, wild time. mind that time before we've had kids yeah. not together not together <laughs> um, so I think this is probably going to be our last regular podcast yes aye. we've got a couple of plans for later in the year Mm-hmm. I think we're right in saying we're going to freeze the Patreon. We are. Because we'll, we'll, we'd feel bad we'll taking... Probably do, we'll probably run the Patreon this month and we'll have a bonus episode because yeah. we still need to pay our hosting fees for the website. Um, which will be getting changed as well because we'll probably look for something that Aye. is uh, free. But um, yeah, we'll probably be doing it. So we'll still be doing a bonus podcast this month, which yeah. we're about to record. And we will be... Um, I think the plan is Zelda. We're, we're gonna, we're, our plan, my, in my head, the yeah. plan is we'll do one last kind of farewell podcast. Yeah. Um, and then we will probably try and do something for Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. Because I think that's quite a nice bookend. Yeah. Um, bookend, because our first, our first review was fucking Dead Rising 2. <laughs> 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 we started with Dead Rising 2. Uh, and then we'll finish with... Do you know I'm getting a lot of Dead Rising 2 vibes from this um, and so yeah we'll do something for Zelda because you kind of said to me a while ago you're like as far as you're concerned once Breath of the Wild 2 is out your interaction with modern video games is kind of done pretty much so I kind of feel like that's probably a good time to call it quits there as well when Joe's like right I I feel like I I mean I know there's accuser games and stuff like that as well but I think that's like the last big one really yeah really until the next Zelda game after that uh, yeah, but then Breath of the Wild 3. Um, so, yeah, so this will be the last regular podcast, mm. um, and we'll have our bonus podcast as normal yes. this month. Um, then we will be kind of pausing the Patreon while we figure out what we're doing with that. Um, we are hoping maybe to do one last live show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which we've been saying for a fucking while as well. Uh, but I think something definitely, like that would I think be. Definitely summer. Yeah, summer for that would be a lot easier. Um, and so, like I say, obviously, don't. I mean, you can unsubscribe if you want. I'm not going to stop you. But um, <laughs> if you keep subscribed, obviously, for whatever comes last, our Twitter feed will still remain semi active. I mean, right now it's just Joe posting tweets um, from his Switch. From Goldeneye. It's quite funny from Goldeneye. And then yeah. people replying to it and me having to reply to them. <laughs> Someone being like, oh, how do you feel like controls? And we said, oh, it's fine. 
It's fine. Do you need it to make graphics done? Does control fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so essentially, this will be the last proper bit of mm. podcast. The next one will just be us um, fawning each other with um, praise. <laughs> and, uh... No. <laughs> well, no, actually. I, that feature of me slagging you off for, for like 20 minutes there was... Nothing compared to what I've got planned for. I was actually, I, I was like, maybe we'll just keep it going. And then Joe did that feature there. And I was like, nah, actually, I'm sick of him. Sick of him. <laughs> I was like, what a snake. What a snake. What a snake. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Remember, we've got a bonus podcast mm. and a Patreon if you decide to back our Patreon. Although, I mean, why you would after we just said that? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, maybe get money to waste. <laughs> money to burn. Money to burn. Uh, and I think that just remains for us to say then. Keep, keep it, it soaking. soaking.